Hey, everybody, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you here by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the chief of Serial and the, uh, the Sigilite of FLG, and I am Seth the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. Kicker, what have you been up to, buddy? Dude, I uh, let, let's get a little geeky real fast. Halo, that was the first game that made me really... Oh, no, GoldenEye was the first like video game that really made me happy. And I saw the... And, and you can see it, too, the first episode of the new Halo show. And apparently our guest wasn't a fan. He'll be coming on later on, but I truly enjoyed it. He was I'm, literally talking about this right before we went to air, and I had to tell him to shut up. And the first he, thing he talks about... Halo. Halo. Oh, I mean, come on, dude. Like, I spent so many hours. I, I, I did not get educated in high school because that was all that time was spent playing a video game. But anyway, the, 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 the first episode is free and it is just pure, at least the first 10 minutes, which is what I watched, was just a pure action. And then once he started like talking and having real dialogue, I, I, I did, I did turn it off, but the action, <laughs> it was very entertaining and I felt very true to, to, to the video game. Mm-hmm. Also on a more serious and important note, guys, I did get some hobby work done. Let's pull that beautiful image in uh, Mr. Dickie, our tech priest. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I, I I've been working on my my beautiful, you know, weird converted Eldar tree people. I don't know, and I'm, I'm very proud of them. There, boom! Look at that. So they're still very much a work in progress. If you are listening to our podcast, you should be watching our podcast every Wednesday mm-hmm. night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our chat is live. Last week was one of the largest chats we ever had for the entire network. So boom, be part of that. And you can also watch our content, like our hobby progress. So what do you Kicker, think of those? those Kicker, does people? that mean that that our chat was better? Than, than Grimm's chat. Ooh, shots fired, and yes, thank you. That I think is it does. The, that is the those are looking good, man. The... Are you using like contrast paints for those? Okay, so I am using contrast paints. These are the first times I've ever used contrast paints, and I really the reason I wanted to try these conversions was really because I wanted to give contrast paint a, a shot. Um, and I'm I'm totally floored. Like it works well, man. It works well for this organic kind of you know natural yeah. stuff. I've tried, yeah. I tried a few things before I did these models, like just testing them out on, and it just was not giving me. A result i liked but on these these sylvaneth tree wraith guard models that i've converted uh on all like the leaves and stuff it looks really really awesome seth what are you up to you're still rocking your towel i know you've been painting yeah, and yeah i i uh i plowed through the, the rest of the towel that i needed to paint so i finished yeah. a commander uh like four more drones and then like a pile of magnetized weapons um, are you magnetizing run... all your weapons yeah i'm obsessed with like dedication. that i i can't glue weapons on i magnetize them um there was a point where i magnetized all my orcs too that's that's insanity don't stop yeah, just wow. stop wow. um but at least for like price of suits and stuff i have magnetized them um and then kind of once i got that done a certain uh tech priest has really been telling me i should try out elden ring so i You're did me too. Me too. and i'm too. i'm like probably 40 50 hours in it's it's consuming Holy a lot fish of my sticks, batman 50 it's really hours? good it's good it's hard but it's good <laughs> so i'm enjoying it but uh yeah that's what i've been up to um i i also i haven't watched the new episode of the exodite um but i'm excited to see that because I, I have been enjoying that series so you know and everyone's been talking about it i i you know no spoilers on our show but apparently the most recent episode was one for the books so yeah All right. well i'm right. gonna have to watch it now so yeah you got to, you got to. Uh, kicker let's do it 
Bring us into the industry news. All right. Uh, we're not going to spend too much time on this stuff, but the NIDs are getting all their pre-orders this Saturday. Woohoo! You're getting your codex. Finally, you're getting the dice, the data cards, all the fun stuff. The new yep. box, the new mini that's like the, the, the parasite organism thing. I don't know. I'll get parasite of annoying fly around yep. and steal your objectives with that an object like that, that guy? Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so NIDs are finally getting their time to shine. We will... You know, if you're a competitive player, expect to see nids on the tables in about two weeks. I, I have played against <laughs> some folks that have copies of the rules, and I can tell you they are quite strong, kicker. Like, are quite we talking strong. about Custody Tau strong or, mm-hmm. or really? Wow. Okay, yeah. so buckle up, they're, people. Yeah, they're going to be a thing. Yeah. Well, okay, so we've got nids, but who cares about nids when we can be talking about squats? It's official. I mean, this is something we've all been quiet and, you know, like rumors. I think think Tech Priest Dicky here might have a a slightly out-of-date image of of the Space Dwarves. (laughs) Um, Is that what is that? Is that from like 1984? What is that? Jeez. It is Space Dwarves. Yeah, I'm excited for them, man. We were were talking about them before we got on air. the, what are they calling them now? Legion of Legion of Voltan. Legion of Squats. Got it. Le- Legion yeah, of Legion, something. I can't remember. Legion of I can't remember. I think squats um, is a derogatory term, maybe in some cultures. I have no idea. Um it but, very well be. Someone in chat <laughs> saved me what the name what they name these things. Yeah, if, if you're um, in chat, but, please correct us. Yeah. So I, I was int- intrigued. I've never really I, they were gone by the time I played in like third edition. Mm-hmm. They weren't a thing anymore. Um so I'm interested to see kind of where they're going to end up in the in the hierarchy of the fluff. Like, are they going to be uh, Legion of Voltan? Thank you, Joel. Legion of Voltan. Legion of Voltan. Quiet, Tech Priest Dicky. Quiet. Um, I mean, they talked about, that about them being like loosely associated with the the Imperium, but not really. So I would, I really don't want them to be another Imperial faction because let's face it, there's plenty of those. Do you think oh. they're going to bring in a new rule, which is basically allies? So, so not part of the Imperium, but they can be allied oh. in kind of like old seventh and well, eighth. No, you know, like don't, some penalty don't do that. No, no, okay, okay. This is, you don't think this is, that is the gateway drug to okay. seventh edition <laughs> riptides running around with space Marines. Please don't, Please well, no no no. Have certain factions like Kicker, these? no no okay, okay, no. Okay, okay. All right all right all right all right. It is a gateway drug. That way leads only to pain and suffering. <laughs> all right. Well, Do you want me to talk, tell it, you about when I used to run my orcs with my Tau? Yeah yeah yeah. In with, sixth edition. Yeah with, okay. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, let's not let's not do that. Okay so let's not do that. The model though, the one and only model that has officially fully been revealed is a gorgeous model. He has all the cool gear on. There's like a carabiner there and, and stuff. I am uh, I'm I'm excited for for this guy. Um, Seth, let's talk really quickly on the NIDS rules. There's been some rules that have been released formally that we can discuss about in the open, Mm -hmm. and it's pretty clear the power creep is real. You're just talking about a game you played recently and that you're saying this book is, is rough. In in a in, in a brief like one minute, you know, like how rough is it? Do you think the power creep is is just what we have to accept and that after the NIDS book, the next book is even gonna be more rough and tough? Or or where are we at? There, yeah, I mean, they are definitely right now as the the way the rules stand um with what folks have been able to get their hands on i would put them on par with the last three codexes uh eldar custodes and tau um so they are certainly that power level and all three of those have been very concerning with their power level with their win rates and the number of um top fours and podiums that we've seen with those those armies so that is definitely a concern um there's some argument to be said that the balance issues we're running into right now is because all of these rules maybe weren't written at the same time, but were written 
in quick succession so that they think that, okay, all of these are balanced against each other. Yeah. And the problem becomes because of the release rate, we hammer down on something that's doing too well, we nerf it. And then the next book comes out and it doesn't have those other strong books to counterbalance it. Yeah. So there is some argument for, for reversing a lot of the nerfs we've seen. Um, I think orcs were nerfed pretty, pretty brutally. And, yeah. And, yeah. Orcs have been nerfed. Admex been nerfed. Mm -hmm. Sisters have been nerfed. Uh, Drakari got like three nerfs or, they just keep smacking Drakari around. Um, I, I think that is certainly a, a thing. They probably need to remove some of those restrictions and let those armies back up to compete with these these bigger and better armies. But there are some books out there, Kicker, that haven't seen significant nerfs and never really have performed at a high level. You're talking yeah. like Death Guard, yeah. Dark Angels, Space Marines. Space uh, yeah, I mean, Space Wolves. I'm just lumping yeah, yeah, all Space, Space Marines. Marines yeah. Um Necrons were never even Necrons, Necrons got a little buff when they got their core stuff. So um we'll we'll leave that to a side. But uh, yeah, I, and we'll talk more about the balanced data yeah. slate. It's coming Which next coming. week. Yeah. I literally have it in my notes, folks, for okay. Seth's soapbox here. Kicker so has let's read jump the down to that uh in a, in a few minutes. Really yeah. fast, we'll talk about frontline gaming products, guys. We do have the color terrain that you know you love. You've been asking for yes. it. Every yes. Monday it gets released. This Monday we released a, a full set of orc train and the skins are different. So I, I don't know the exact skin, like the, the I guess the color palette we use for this particular orc set. I'm sure you checked it out, Seth, right? I already ordered it. Oh, you That's already ordered it. Okay, boom, yeah. boom, there you go. There I, you go. I, I yeah, I, I was like, but I they like, are okay, done in a limited part. quantity. We're only doing a few at a time, and it's it's that week's color choice. And then come next week, we got a, a different color, a different set. So if you want that set, order it Monday because when it's sold out, it's sold out, and we won't be you know reproducing them in bulk again for for a few months until we get our operation back up and and running in full. Just because we're trying to catch up with all the all the demand. Number two, really important. There's a brand new FLG mat. Woohoo! Woo new world. This awesome new mat brings to the tabletop the life. Uh, if you want to, um, anyway, brings the tabletop to life. If you want to grab one of this limited release of the full color FLG train orc set, it pairs perfectly with it. So if you get the orc set that's on a sale right now, it goes really cool with this brand new uh, in the, the mat. It's called New World. I know we don't have the most creative names for mats, but that's okay. Uh, I enjoy that name because it makes me immediately go into uh, Aladdin. Oh, okay. a whole new okay. world. There you go. And I, that's a very happy place to go to. All right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, oh, Can yeah. I and ride a mat like a flying magic carpet. <laughs> All right. I see your next. I, I need a large group of gamers. I mean, a large group. I'm a big man, guys, <laughs> to carry me around on a mat at the next event. Oh, um, I, I will. You can get if you want this new world mat, you can get it. You can ride around on it like a carpet if you want, Seth. And for this week and this week only, you can get it at 15% off. So nice. Um, all right. Moving on right down to the event headlines, guys. We have a lot of events hitting, you know, showing up. Let's start off with uh, the ACO. ACO is uh you know, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's the Atlantic City Open happening in June. We've added Marvel Crisis Protocol. We've added Armada. Uh, 40K has gotten very, very, very large. We, we had no doubt 40K was going to be a nice major event. Um, Tom, by the way, we have a winner for our limo raffle. This was Tom A. I don't want to say his last name on, on air, but Tom won a limo ride in our raffle from last week. So Tom is getting picked up from the airport and given, driven to the ACO venue, uh, courtesy of Frontline Gaming on a uh, limo transfer. Mm -hmm. Now, Next week, we've got a brand, a whole nother raffle. And this one, um, Tom, I'm sure you can enter this one too, but next week is way better. Uh, so stay tuned. Look at the Frontline Gaming Community group page on Facebook for the full details or follow our newsletter. Uh, but yeah, you definitely want to enter into the raffle for next week's, uh, especially if you're going to ACO. 
Um, oh, you know what? I'm just going to say it. Seth, is yeah. okay if I just kind of say it? No one else knows it yet, but I think, you know, this is our show. We can say whatever the hell we want, right? Let's do it. Let's yeah. Do it. I mean, what are we saying? We're giving out the, I'm going to just announce the raffle we're doing next week. So yeah. it's a free stay. So you can stay at nice. the resort for free for the entire weekend and it includes now, now, the dinner. Yeah. Uh, I was like, kicker, is that just hotel or is it's, it's, it's food for one night's meal? Like, or I guess you could break it up if you want. It's basically a dollar amount you can spend, uh, at, at, at a restaurant on site right. and then you have your lodging covered for, so basically, yeah, nice. uh, it's, yeah. It's it's a nice deal. This is a really nice resort. This is a, if you're gonna get a it free is. night stay some or a, a free weekend stay at some place. This is this is the place. Yeah. Uh, so look for our uh, Facebook post uh, later this week or next week next to week. enter in for that. And let's jump into BAO guys. Vanguard Tactics will be teaching a workshop at the BAO. Yes, Stephen Box of Vanguard Tactics will be teaching a workshop Thursday night. This is uh, in May. This is Memorial Day weekend in May. So that Thursday night before the event, you can show up, hang out with Stephen Box for four hours learn all the stuff his event uh, his workshop did sell out at the lvo so uh, you know i don't know if this one's going to sell out but the point is that if you're interested get your ticket before it does sell out because he, he is going to limit I, the capacity more i be a member of memorial day weekend memorial day weekend is like may 24th or something i don't know well, but that would mean one less day of vacation i need to take uh there you go boom i think that's why we do this right i don't know I, that would make a lot of sense that makes this is the longest running frontline gaming event period so i i just kind of just i'm stepping right into it i have as as the event manager for this one i have barely anything to do because it's just all in autopilot at this point that's good to hear man yeah dude i love it oh hey let's announce the judges for this guess what the judges for the bao is going to be the one and only adam solis and his assistant judge keith french these guys i i have heard adam can be very judgmental oh yeah <laughs> yes, he can be, uh, but only in the best way possible. And Keith is quickly becoming a veteran FLG uh, judge. We also got uh, Sheldon running Kill Team and John uh, running Age of Sigmar. All right. And let's talk about Cruise Hammer really fast, guys. Cruise Hammer, this is... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have to recommend it's a Warhammer it. vacation. It's a Warhammer vacation. I'm learning more and more about this. I had a really good conference call yesterday with some of the guys running it on the back end. Um, Frontline Gaming kind of helps on one side. We work with a couple other guys that have been doing this for years and that know more about the whole cruise. And, and first of all, the cruise is awesome. You're going to get to stay at three different ports. Whenever we're at port, you're not playing. You're hanging out you know, in the Caribbean or in Mexico, wherever we're at. Um, but I wanted to let you guys know that there are two events basically happening at Cruise Hammer. There's the Invitational and there's the open. So the invitational is only the the people that I believe are in the top 50 ITC players can, can participate in the invitational. And then the open is open to all. Uh, more information on the Cruise Hammer website. Guys, let's jump into what's happening on the FLGN. Uh, Seth, why don't, you, why, don't you, why don't you take it from here, man? All right. Uh, Grim After Dark, um, our, our, uh, the redheaded stepchild of the network. Those assholes. Uh, <laughs> they had on Mike Pestilence to talk chaos. Yeah. Uh, which was, you know, cool. Awesome. All right. Uh, chapter tactics didn't, we don't think actually aired this week cause they got stood up. Um, no, no, but they sorry. will air next week. I promise. They will air next week. Really okay. good host, a, a guest. All right. Guest. All right. Um, Thursday show, uh, they're going to cover events specifically, uh, want to know they're covering is the battle to end Alzheimer's, which oh, is nice. actually where yours truly will be this weekend. Oh, really? Um, Wait, you're going to go play that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yep. And then uh, War Games Live will actually be there too. So oh. you can check out the event there on War Games Live and see all the fun. It's it's a, it's it's a it's not a big event. I mean, it's got a fair number of players. I didn't do the math, but I think it's like over 50 or 60 players. It's just a five round event. Um, so it's not like super, you know, 
nine round kill yourself major um but it's a good cause uh everything uh raised at the event goes uh to a foundation for the research uh for alzheimer's so sweet. it'll be a good time they're raffling off the ability to pie certain people um i i've heard rumors of of bounties that are going to be made available um so it should be a good time so yeah and again it's, it. it's, it, what store is it at seth it's, it's at a guy. table and towers um which is anthony birdsong's store anthony's not actually running this event um a different uh, individual jc watts is the one putting this event on um he's actually a former uh once upon a time when i lived in baltimore he's on the team that i was on in baltimore so he's a i i know him he's a good guy um he, he poked me about going to the event and then i was like huh I mean, like, I do have some vacation time and some air. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, and then I do have some airline credit that I, I have left over. And then I was like, and I have friends in Baltimore that I could stay oh, with. There you go. Yeah, so just it lined up, so I'm going to do it. So looking forward to it. But let's get on to our main segment tonight. Uh, mm. The reason I think a fair number of folks are here, uh, we are going to bring on Adam Solis. Uh, he, as you know, is an FLG staff judge. And he is here this week to talk to us about the new 2022 ITC season rules. Hey, Mr. Dickey, let's bring him in. There he is. There is there Adam is. Boom. Hello. Hey, Hello. Hey, Hello, everybody. Good to see you, man. It's How been like forever. I usually see you once a month at least. And because we haven't had an event this month, I, I really miss you. I just I want you to hold my hand. <laughs> okay. Kind of. I, I also miss I uh, eating that. fried dough with you. <laughs> Uh, kicker kicker doesn't partake of the fried dough folks sorry yeah the, the beignets and donuts yeah. well adam beignets. you um I, i'm gonna let seth just spearhead this because I, I mean we've already asked your favorite cereal previously uh, as, a, as a requirement for being on the show i, I yeah. but do you want to fill people in what is your favorite sugary breakfast cereal because this is a requirement uh to be answered for every we already discussed i'm not supposed to be having sugary breakfast <laughs> cereals. i i know but okay fine we well we'll just we'll just make don't say granola please don't say granola with yogurt yeah, yeah, granola with yogurt. Okay, well, moving uh, right into the meat granola, of the interview, really. Seth, take it away with the importance. I like how I was of taking it away, and then you yeah. were like, let's derail this conversation well, with I, cereal. I saw in my note, like, ask cereal, and then realized, oh, wait, he already answered. Where? It's not in the notes. I have the post-it notes here. So we have, like, multiple levels of those. I'm still using pads of paper here because I am old school, right? Like this. There's is how show I'm notes, old. and then there's kicker notes. Yeah, yeah apparently. This, this is it. <laughs> Um, right, I, Seth, let's, let's, let's just jump right into this. Um, I hear that there's been a, a change to the regional rep system and the tokening process, which for folks at home who, who don't run events, tokening is how you get your event into BCP um, and get your points added into the ITC. And those re in the past were given out by regional reps. What's Correct. happening now? So one of the changes was that they they basically changed how the regional regional reps work and how a tournament gets their token. So before they would contact if they didn't make get it through BCP, they would contact the regional rep and the rep would generate the token or approve the token, uh, whatever that needed to get done. Um, now uh, everything goes through uh, one email address, uh, which uh, which I don't have off the top of my head right now. I believe it's like ITC I, tokens. Uh, yeah, I can look yeah. it up. But yeah. but now instead of contacting regional rep, everybody, no matter where you're at, you just go through. The, you just send your email requesting the token. You can still generate it through BCP, which is probably the preferred method because it there, takes out the middleman essentially. And then it gets approved by the email. And then the 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 new people, then the people approving the tokens or processing the tokens uh, process them. They they've been fairly quick about it. 
So uh, right. I've had no one complain yet. I mean, yeah. which is great. It, but having it all centralized like this, it really doesn't oh, okay. make it. Or you said no one complained live on air. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I jinxed it. I jinxed it. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's been plenty of complaints. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, Wait, no, not good. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, so, so for the for the, for the regional reps, though, they're, they're still a, value, a valuable resource when you're starting out as a TO. Or if you have any questions about just how things are done in the ITC or how a tournament or how you should handle a certain situation, things like that, you can still contact your regional reps to talk to them about it and they can help you uh, with, with things like that. So, And the email address, for those that are wondering, is itceventtokens at frontlinegaming.org. Thank you so much, Adam. The, uh, the regional reps, are they, um, I remember in the past, they were kind of the first point of contact for the chain of, I guess, chain of command if there was an issue at an event. Um, that needed to be reported to the ITC. Are they still that kind of first point of contact? Um, yes and no. You can go to them, but you can also uh, send an email to the address I just mentioned. And, okay. um, especially when it comes to like tokens and things like that. If you have issues, let's say just like uh, pers- you know, uh, player issues or event issues, things like that, it's probably better to talk to the rep because you get a more immediate response. Yeah. And, and, okay. and the reps know the region specifically, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're really, right. they're local. You, instead of just like, gener- you know, emailing somebody, you could probably meet them at your local store and talk to them. They're really good, uh, you know, members of the community. They are. They And it is, it is a, a volunteer organization. And I know those the people that have been doing it for a while um, are very committed to seeing uh, the community grow. Um, and so we can't do that without folks like them. Yeah. Um, League results. That's what I have next in our bullet points. So uh, how so, have leagues changed? In so one season? of the changes is they, they've changed how you um, report the league. Where before that was like a, a form you could fill out and you could report your league. Because league BCP is not very conducive to, to running a league. Mm-hmm. It's more for actual tournament play. Yeah. Um, there is, they do it. We do have a workaround right now. <clears throat> and you can find that info. I believe it's on the Frontline website. I want to um, say yes, but I, 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 I don't want to lie. I'm pretty sure there's a link to it on the website, but our website it's not a link. There's an article about the, uh, the about board. how the league, uh, what they call it a workaround. And it's basically just creating the league inside BCP um, and giving everybody, it goes into detail how to do it. It's not it's kind of straightforward. It's a little more, more work involved mm-hmm. in getting it reported, but at least leagues are able to, uh, Report, report their scores and, and yeah. still count towards ITC. And and guys, we really do encourage more leagues. I mean, it's a great way to keep the community active yeah. between major tournaments. And, I, you know, I yeah. even hear that Adam has been playing in a long yeah. run. <laughs> Adam, how uh, you doing? In your came league, in man? second place in the most recent round of his what? league. Well, oh, the yeah. league, the the league, the the format we use is a bit different. Um, it's a it's a pod system, and the way it works is you have X amount of players. Let's just say we have twenty players. We split you split them into pods of whatever number you want. Uh, usually, we we split them into about a seven or eight in each pod. Uh, you start with pod one, which which are nominally the best players in 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 the league, and then going down to to the lowest pod. And you only play the people in your pod. So the idea is that you only you're supposed to be playing people of similar skill level. Yeah. So if you win your pod, the next season the next uh, season. Uh, you move up to the next pod up. So if you're in pod three, 
like I was in pod three and then I came in second and first and second move up a pod. So then I went into pod two. That's a really cool system. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you do, if you don't do well, you drop a pod. So you're always, so a lot of times you're, you're moving between like two or three different pods, depending on what army you're playing and how you're doing. Um, so now I'm, I was supposed to be in pod one, uh, but I t- I'm taking the season off. So, so I'll probably stay in pod two uh, next season. Uh, that, but it's it's good practice. It's and it's really good for playing. Ideally, uh, people of your own skill level. Yeah, um, no, I, I love that, dude. That seems like such a perfect setup right there. I really wish we had a. It would like work really well for someone that gets one guaranteed, you know, day a week to go play games. <laughs> All right, so. Kicker, yeah. kicker. I get one so, day a week, man. I get one day. Yeah, week. well, you play in our in our league. You play uh, six game, uh, five games over six weeks, and cool. you, you hey, just perfect. schedule. You you, you get a set opponent, but you play whenever you can. Yeah. So when so when you ever when you disappear to uh, Yellowstone randomly uh, for one week, um, you're good, man. You still can finish your league out. <laughs> sounds like a dream, man. That sounds it's, like a dream. Sounds I was, like as I mean, if like full disclosure, uh, Adam and in the background, uh, Tech Freeze Dicky. If uh, next week Adam, uh, we were getting ready to set up, and then uh, Kicker was like, "By the way, guys, I'm out. I'm in Yellowstone." None of us it. would be surprised. I'm like going to hang out with Bison. Zero percent. Deal with it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. like we have about thirty, or on average, twenty-five to thirty players. Uh, the league in San Diego which used to be, I think it's still run by Keith Berry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we took the, the format from. They have almost like 80 players. Oh, cool. Jeez. Cool. Cool, so. cool. That's cool. Anyway, let's get back to the ITC stuff. The big <laughs> news, the exciting thing the is yes. there's a new tournament scoring. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, uh, in the past we have had issues with, uh, tournament organizers, kind of fudging the numbers so they can hit certain goals. Explain of, just, just to refresh people that may not be familiar with the previous, I guess, benchmarks that we tried to hit. So we had RTT, which is, I think minimum was six, I believe. And it scales up to whatever number, but it was only a one day event. Yeah, three rounds. Uh, mm-hmm. I did. It could be more than three, but oh. it's basically a one day event Okay. Uh, three to four. You can probably do four rounds if you want like a true undefeated. Uh, then there was GT, which is, it has to be a two day event. Minimum is 28 players at the start of the first round. Um, so if you, as long as you hit 28, you were considered a GT. And then after that was um, a major D- GT, which is uh, 58 players. And and then after that was super major, which was usually around 100 players or more. Uh, but but super major people, wasn't really a thing. And you could see how people would be incentivized. TOs would be incentivized to say yeah. they hit that benchmark of 56 yeah. players. So suddenly their GT became a, a major. And a major, yeah. Past, so, there was a, in the past there was a requirement for scoring your, for your six scores for the season. Only three of them could be RTTs. Mm-hmm. The other three had to be GTs and majors. Um, right. And in the much further past, there was actually a score multiplier for those. Yes. In, in uh, And so like, for instance, for me, for last year, I played in a bunch of RTTs and one GT, but I didn't play in a major. So I only got five out of my six scores. Right. So, so with all this being said, then what is the new format so that people aren't, you know, TOs are incentivized to pad their numbers and people don't have to scramble to hit a GT or a major and then RTTs? So the, the, new- the, new, the new scoring only basically is concerned about how many players are playing and how many rounds are played. They okay. don't care about hitting a benchmark. They don't care about 28 or 56 or super major status or anything like that. 
So it, all that matters is how many players are, are at the start of the first round and how many rounds you actually play. Yeah. So that's going to determine the, the scale. That'll determine your score. That's part of the formula, which even I don't know what the formula is. So, so are, do we still use the term? I mean, I, I, do you, should we you, be trying to you can GT and major and RTT? Are those still valid terms? And, no. I yes think they no. communicate a lot of important things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, uh, like, like R- if you if you something's an RTT, you know it's going to be one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something says GT or or major or super major, you know it's at least two days, maybe even three. I mean, it's yeah, all yeah. in the it's all in the packet, the packet, or it should be, but mm-hmm. it gives you also like a general idea. idea. Yeah, and also gives you an idea of scale. Yeah. You know, because if 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 I'm signing up for a GT, I'm expecting somewhere between probably thirty and fifty players. If I'm signing yeah. up for a major, I'm probably expecting north of that. Yeah. Um, do we still need to get? a major in some GTs in to get our six scores or can we get all six scores with RTTs now? So now you, now, now you can just get all six scores from RTT. So if you only okay. go to RTTs, you can't make a, a, a bigger tournament for whatever reason. You, all your six scores will come from, from just from the RTTs now. So, so there, it, obviously if you want to compete at the top end for faction awards or for team scores or for ITC overall ranks, you, you want to go to those bigger events and get those bigger score multipliers. Um, but there is no lack of a better term gatekeeping on players that can't make it to those larger events from completing their six scores for the season. Cool. Yeah, correct. Cool. All right. Cool. cool. All right. Speaking of teams, you see how I segued that? Well done. Um, I hear that there are some changes to team scoring as well. So um, in previous years, we, we, we've we noticed, or at least I've noticed, a trend of some players uh, giving giving their scores to other teams, more than one team. And it's, you know, they give they give their big score to their main team, and then they may give a score that may not help their team to a different team. All right. So, it, which really doesn't properly re- reflect the the uh, achievement of, of each of those other teams because they're yeah. borrowing from another player that's has nothing to do with their team except maybe their friend. They have friends on the team or something. Or you know, like you don't see that in other, you don't see that in any other organized. Yeah, players. yeah. You're not, well, like, there's that too. You yes. know what? This week, I really don't think I'm going to be playing for uh, the Browns. I think this week I'm going to do well, so I'm going to play for the Steelers. Exactly, I'm not yeah. biased or anything. I'm not <laughs> Um, you know, you don't see that kind of flip-flopping on, on any other level, really. So, yeah, I think that I don't think that was necessarily been a, heavily abused in the past, but it's something that could have been, I think. No, but it, it's something that kind of inflates uh, some some teams that maybe didn't really earn the spot because they just got it out of yeah. they just got a, a pity score from from a, a, another player. Hey, so, can, can we get this on the record? Is there a number or a size? requirement maximum for a team can you have as many people as you want on your team currently your there team? there there is not you can okay. have as many people as you want because the the only limit is uh, uh itc the limit of 10 scores and only i believe three of them can come from one player okay. yeah so the yeah the team score is the top 10 scores and no more than three from a single player so. which is why some of those players would give a score to, to a different uh... team because if they're if their score is not better than their three the three scores they already have they would just give the score to, to like a buddy's team or whatever. So yeah. now you can't do that. All the scores have to be with the, for the team that you're so on. So I, I I have uh, shocking news, folks. I kind of knew some of these things ahead of time. <laughs> um, so I had talked to a few players uh, to get some questions. And one of the, the main questions was, how did you determine what team you're on each season? Is it the first event that you score with a team name? Is that the team you're on for the whole season? Or is there a different way to determine that? 
uh, for me, for well, for me, if if I'm looking at it, it would be who you basically the team you put the most scores on. So if I see like three scores for Team A, and then all of a sudden two, one or two scores for Team B, I'm assuming you're on Team A. Okay, so it's whoever you you have the majority of your scores on. Yeah. So if you switch out to a minority team, that's going to get. It'll probably get flagged. Um, yeah. so, so, so if you, for instance, played for a team all this season, only had like one score, and then you start playing for another team for the rest of the season, now that you know these rules, um, you wouldn't your your score wouldn't be all your scores wouldn't be locked to that that first team. Correct. Okay, so as so the, the season goes is, on and people get more scores, yeah. they'll. they'll the point is, listeners, if you are surprised by this news or perhaps you are like, I just goofed around and played on a different team earlier this year, but that's not who I meant to play with all season. You still have the chance to change. It's not locked and written yeah. in stone. Adam is not going to come to your house and take your models away. I promise <laughs> you. Kicker wants me to and pays for my airfare. I <laughs> okay, well, Kicker. Yes. It's on the table. Let's not do that. I'm not no, saying it's off the yeah, table. Let's, let's not do that, man. It's, I think it's bad for the community. Okay. Um, I chat. If you have any specific ITC uh, questions, please feel free to share them. Um, but I know that there's been a, a a subject that we wanted to talk about with Adam and 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 Kicker is actually quite interesting. Talking. Oh, you about you this. okay? You put me on the spot here. So it's a very <laughs> delicate subject. So Adam, feel free to just you know tap out if you want to. But no. what are your thoughts on? Let's just be straight up with it. Bad apples, community members, players that you know need to maybe not participate in some events because they're constantly been on record for causing issues. So whether cheating or just causing issues, you know, yeah. inappropriate behavior. So, so there's there's it's actually a a a, a long answer, which we probably don't have time right. for. Um, but there like like for example, we had a, where 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 I'm in in the in the Pasadena LA area, we had we had someone for a long time that was a, a bad apple, and not that he necessarily like overtly cheated, but he did a lot did a lot of little things that that people would like like catch, you yeah. know, like um, and he would what ended up happening was he he was causing people not to go to the tournament mm-hmm. to the point where like hey if this guy's going or going to be there I'm not I'm just not going to go yeah yeah. So that the TO at the time, because it wasn't me, had to talk to him and say, listen, man, you're you're nobody wants to play you or nobody wants to play here because of you. So you can't come here anymore. Yeah. You know, that's one that's one way. Of, and he stopped showing up. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, at the end of the day, these are, you know, assuming it's a store owner, it's his business. And some states have the right to refuse, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But, uh, we do want to foster a, a you know community that's very welcoming. But of course, then there are people that are just legitimately cheating or just causing problems, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to just kind of spin this around, though. This is this is a little interesting. Uh, there's not only, you know, bad apples necessarily when it comes to players. There, no, there's very few, right? There's very few in general. Every single player I've ever played against has been, you know, awesome. But every now and then... That makes a, me feel so much better, considering... Right? We- <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're pretty awesome, Seth. You're, you're pretty awesome. Um, but, like, there's... We also, you know, we want the play players to be welcoming, but right. we also want the TOs to be welcoming. I know, Adam, you've talked to me in private about uh, somebody that... Uh, a, a to that was not very uh, welcoming towards you and and we and I, and I know that yeah, right you told me sorry maybe we shouldn't bring that up but i also know that there are um let's just put it this way guys it's a very small community people we know everything right it's a fact every this everyone talks everyone knows the communities some yep. tos might not be welcoming or might even be blacklisting players because they're supporting other people's events or or, or whatnot um though they're not fostering a very 
positive community. We want our community to grow and grow and grow. And, yeah. and, and we don't, we don't, you know, you know, really think about what you're doing. Cause you know, we do want, we, I don't think it's good for people to get bullied or get blacklisted because they, you know, participate in another person's event with all that being said, you know, we can't stop people from doing what they want, but, but think about the community, you know, guys, we all, we are all friends here. You know, we all, you know, sorry, I'm, you know, I'm just stuff. struggling with the concept of Be I nice. run an event kicker runs an event yeah you went to kicker's event yeah. therefore i won't let you come to my events in the yeah. future yeah that's unfortunate and, and that is <laughs> i know right and it's 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 that's, really that's what you're talking sad. about that's what you're talking that's very about. close yeah. to home for me right now yeah i know no no this <laughs> so is dumb. this is it's, it's why really sad guys. how does that help anyone that doesn't help me as the to because i have less players coming to my yeah. events so, and unless so, it's like a problem player like we're talking about like if you're not if if you're kicking out players from your mm -hmm. events there eventually comes a point where people are like oh well like half my friends aren't going i don't want to yeah. go or oh that really good player that i wanted to have, have a chance to, to try to play a game against they're not going to be there or whatever yeah. like or or like hey this guy's hurting your event. event and i won't let him come over to you know it gets yeah. it's it's um there are a few cases out there but like i said the community is very small we know what's going on um don't 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 you know, don't try to fracture or, or hurt the community. You know, we're all yeah. over this hobby. We should all be able to play at, at each other's. Apartment. We, in the end of the day, we aren't that big of a community. No, we're we not. We can't be fractured. We're not. <laughs> we can't. We're, we're, we can't. <laughs> a house divided will not stand, folks. Exactly. Yeah. So, so guys, you know, <laughs> I mean, don't tarnish your own reputation by, by looking yeah. like, um, like a, like a, okay. like a, like a not a So, baby. uh, we did have a, a, oh, a somewhat topical question here in Let's chat from, uh, Cyberfox Studios. They said, hypothetically, if they, if they are a TO and they have a problem player, how would they report that to the ITC? Is that through, yeah, go ahead, Adam. Yeah. So, uh, like, like, uh, Kicker mentioned, and with me, it was a problem. Uh, it wasn't even a problem TO. So there's, there's three, there's like three people that can be problems. There's the TO, there's the player, and then there's the owner, mm -hmm. the store which is owner. probably mm -hmm. the hardest part to like settle because it's the owner of a store. And like kicker said, he can refuse service. Um, you, you can report all either one of them. So if you have a problem player TO or owner, especially if they want to run like big events or, or ITC events, currently before I would tell you to go to the regional rep, you can probably talk to a regional rep in regards to what to do. And they might be able to help you without having to go that next level. Um, if not, then you may have to email the, the ITC uh, token email that I mentioned earlier in or in order to, um, to get, get what you need on record to get what, yeah, to get it on record and have them talk to them. Cause, cause the re the regional rep can talk to the owner or player or TO but now, because of the way it's structured, they don't have as much pull as they did before. Mm -hmm. So now you'd have to go to the email address and have them talk to them because they, they have the they they can they have a bit more pull in what they can mm -hmm. do to kind of influence uh, that that person in, in order to not and not on be, record and you know yeah. you know yeah. got it down and, and things are are more formally are done through a more formal process. So yeah, yeah, because like like I, like I mentioned before, they're actually pretty responsive to the tokens and even to issues. Because I like Kicker mentioned, I did have an issue with an owner, and that was resolved through the email, and it result resolved within like a week. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we have some more questions later. They're not ITC related. Okay. They're more okay. uh, random related. So we'll save them. Man. 
Um, <laughs> and they're like, why does it Adam eat cereal? Sorry. <laughs> you're not going to like that. cereal related <laughs> questions. I know, I know, I know, I know. All right. Okay. Well, you're not going to. Take it away. Not like so um, let's get into the competitive news. <laughs> GW announced it this week in their MetaWatch article that next week is the balance data site, um, which should be a, a rebalancing of a, a number of armies. Um, this is kind of my editorial moment. I, I literally oh. didn't tell you guys what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> the meta has not been in a great place, folks. Um, what are you talking about? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, what shocking, right? What? When when the balanced data slate system was proposed, there was a, a community poll um, and people were like, you know, how often do you want balance updates once a month, every three months, you know, every twice a year, once a year, whatever. And I've, I've heard from a lot of sides of this argument. And some people say three months is too much, that too much is getting changed too often and if they're a, a more casual player they're playing more narrative games that it's too much for them to keep up with versus if you're in the competitive scene the general sentiment is three months seems like a long time to have something broken <laughs> um i voted that, for a month by the way yeah and and the, and the concerns i heard from the month argument is can GW produce good balancing content every month, or is it just going to become Band-Aid, 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 Band-Aid? So there's a lot. There's a lot riding on this first update. Um, I think there's. I've seen folks leave the game. I've seen folks step away from playing tournaments. I've seen folks pick up other game systems. There's a lot riding on this. I don't expect GW to hit 100% home run this this go around um i think that's a little unrealistic for something that we haven't seen in this edition we haven't seen them doing many balance updates um i think they got to get this though like 90 percent right um i think Ooh. they've got to they've got to they've got to knock down like 80 90 of the problems and and potentially buffing some of those armies that are lagging behind to get the community and myself included to believe that this system is going to work going forward because I can tolerate three months of something being out of balance. If I know in three months when that next data slate drops, it's going to get addressed. If big things make it through this and don't get balanced soon, um, it's going to make me really hesitant to believe in the system in the future. So that was my hot take on it. Um, I don't know how much either of you two want to chime in on that, um, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm really hopeful. I want to see them earn the the community's trust back. I mean, GW is committed to competitive play, match yeah. play. There's no they, doubt about it. They've they released a, a um uh, an uh, organized play kit basically for stores. Yeah. To to get prize support for stores. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I said of course I would love for this to be the perfect solution, this this data slate. They're still getting, you know, it's still relatively yeah. new, this concept, right? Yeah. Um so I I think I have a little more grace than you i i do know the team is dedicated they're working hard yeah. uh, i you know to, to I, make, I know the team as well and i know they're working hard yeah, so, yeah. And so, I, but so, I, that, I that's my feeling from the community standpoint yeah no i i so um i think that i mean i, I can't I, I won't speak for them but i think that they're going to do the, the their damnedest and if, if things aren't perfect 
on this data slate. I, 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 I believe they could go in and maybe do a few little touch-ups if necessary. Um, but, you know, the team is there. They are listening, which is great. They're, GW is more involved with the community than they ever have before. Mm -hmm. You know, they have their events as well. So I, I think they're they're in tune. I think they know what's going on. I, I don't think that they're yeah. like oblivious. <laughs> you know, I think they're really good. So so let's give them a shot, guys. Let's, let's see yeah. how this data slate rolls out. What about you, Adam? What, what are you thinking, man? Um, I'm with Seth in, in regards to like, they're not going to get everything, but at if they hit the major points at the very least for now, um, I'll, I'll be more than satisfied yeah. probably. Yeah. If um, they, if they tone down the obvious, like, you know, tone down Harlequins, tone down Tau, tone down Custodes and throw some stuff in to boost up those, those factions that are struggling that aren't going to get a book anytime soon. Yeah. That and that that's part of the issue. We talked about this on our on our on our show where where GW needs to like raise up, not just keep yeah. changing points and everything. Yeah. Oh, so, so that's an interesting. So so Adam, do you think that maybe in I mean, okay, we, we can all agree that they probably need to tone down Harlequins a little bit. Right. Is but do you think that the a real, little bit a little all right, all right, all right, a, a significant amount. Do you think that the the real the real uh, I guess objective should be just to increase everyone else? Like, I mean that's, I never thought about that, like reversing it. Like, I mean, balance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I think... that's part of it. Like, like the other, like the last balance where they gave like uh, Necron units core. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things like that. Like, they need to raise like all the other, and and John can say this better than I can. Mm -hmm. But they need to raise all the other factions, and not just rely yeah. on adjusting John, points. To John do did it. a very good article. Um, yeah, actually, someone. Um, I know on Discord did a tier list based on win percentages, mm -hmm. breaking down into brackets of a percentage, and there you could see this massive gap between the top yeah. three and the bottom. And the and and John talked about in his article, you can't just keep knocking things down to the bottom. You've got to raise that lower group yeah. up to try to narrow that gap. That's um, genius. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Um, that's the data slate editorial, folks. Uh, let's get into our our competitive rankings, then we'll get to your. Uh, we'll call it potpourri of questions. That potpourri, jeez, yeah. these like fancy potpourri. words we're uh, using tonight. Well, I don't know how else to describe the mix I got. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, for the 40k competitive track this week, we have a new number one. Uh, it is Ryan Snyder. Oh, congratulations, uh, man! Ryan yeah. Snyder hopped into the first place slot, followed closely by Manny Chima. Manny is back to that that uh, second place slot. Uh, he is nipping. Uh, at Ryan's heels, so Manny is making a good run of it. He's spamming um, away to get to the number one. <laughs> hey, hey, Ma Manny has a very specific play style, and I myself can't run as many things like that as he can. But I'm God sure he watches the spam, the spam, the uh, spam episode of Monty yeah. Python all the time. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes to win, right? Hey, <laughs> hey, he's he's all about that. So uh, number three is our our friend Quentin Johnson. Number nice. four, Matt Robertson, and number five, Joseph Gillespie. And uh, for fun fact, um, folks who watched the uh, Cherokee stream may have heard that Quentin agreed to change his hair color to Art of War blue, having <laughs> lost to uh, Jack Harps from the top tables. I have confirmation that this week. Quentin has finally made good on that promise and changed we, his hair color. Can we get a photo of Quentin? We need a photo of Quentin. On Quentin, this. you're gonna have to send a photo into yeah, for proof. But I, I uh, I've spoke to him and he said he has redyed his hair. So <laughs> good, good to hear. Um, on the hobby track front, number one is Jamie Pirazzolo, number two Morgan Tempe, and number three Eric Mullins, number four Jacob Thayer, my work brother, and number five uh, Linton Rowan. Uh, number 
Uh, moving on to AOS competitive track. Um, this is the awkward part where I get to tell everyone that uh, Andrew, the AOS judge, sent me uh, lists of pronunciations for all of these guys. And then I forgot <laughs> them. So I'm going to butcher them anyway, Andrew. Sorry. Uh, number one is Matt Nagusen. Uh, number two, it's Robert Nuisen. You Nuisen. don't pronounce that. You don't pronounce a G. Listen, oh. Adam. Thank you. I didn't Adam. bring you on here for color commentary <laughs> on my pronunciation abilities. Well, you, you um, said you forgot the pronunciation cheat sheet, so I'm just trying to help. All right. Fine. <laughs> Number two is Robert Snyder, which I again contend is just Ryan Snyder attending AOS events. No, it's Robert yeah. Snyder. Snyder is like the pretzels, by the way. Sorry. Let's keep, let's keep it going. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm <laughs> is really that hungry. not the same spelling? <laughs> it is it's the, the same. same spelling. It is the, spell- it is the same Number spelling. three, James West. Um, no relation to Adam West that or I know of. Number four, Levin Sitchinava, and number five, Gavin Gregor. Um, moving on down to the hobby track for AOS. Number one is Tim Ham. Number two, Carl Rohr. Number three, Russ Tanner. Number four, Chris Miller. And number five, Matt Abbott. All and right. that is your ITC recap for the week. I am now pulling up the community questions. But That's chat, if you've got any questions... Uh, hand them on in. Yeah, we have Adam, one of the frontline gaming judges on air. So if you have any yep. questions in chat, you know, direct. Don't ask me Adam. rules. Questions. Now, yeah. this this question actually <laughs> no dovetails rules. nicely into our uh, our um, discussion on balance. Uh, this comes from Stephen from Newington, Connecticut. Without creating community written rules or missions, and I think he basically means community comp. Is there anything that the competitive circuits can do to help balance or influence rules? And then the thing goes off the screen. Give me a second. Uh, rules writers to skew towards more balanced rules. So basically, without comp, is there a way for us as a competitive community to balance the game? If it is, it's hard. Um, the The issue with, especially with GW uh, rules writers, is they're they're not they don't communicate with directly with with the uh with the community um that's both good and bad because there's other game systems that do do that and it's been kind of a mixed bag when they allow the community to dictate uh the, a rule set um war machine is a big example of that with their with their uh i know the initial cis but i forget what it means mm-hmm. um so yeah. i don't i don't know if there is i'm not a big fan of comp i've played i remember playing it back in the day whether it was fantasy or 40k the different comp systems what ends up happening is you get competing comp systems um unfortunately because of the uh, relationship itc has with gw and what some of the other major tournaments have with gw it's harder for them to create some type of comp system or some type of balance in for them because then people would latch onto it and it changes the game fundamentally so it Without without directly talking to them, it's really hard to like get some type of balance outside of doing a comp system. Oh, copy if, questions if, out of chat because chat came no, alive. Chat is firing a lot of questions away. Uh, but guys, remember, I think the goal—I mean, maybe maybe not short term, but the long term goal—right is to all play the same game. I mean, that's that's kind of awesome. Ideally, yes. Ideally, you know, that's the <laughs> that's that's the dream, right? Oh, okay, Seth, we're getting some questions here. You want to? Yeah, wanna, I'm trying. I'm copying. I'm copying. Okay. Um, Adam, I'm going to shoot this one real fast. What would you change to balance custodies? Just really fast, like just uh, knee jerk reaction. I would go. I put them back to the points they originally were. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Boom, easy peasy. Yeah. Boom. We just solved the problem right there. Well done, Adam. Well, I don't know if it solves the problem because we never got to play with them with their original point values. That's good true. Point. They were changed before we even got them in a major uh, term. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. Seth, you want to take the next question? I'm still getting them out of oh, chat. Okay. I will take the next question that I got right here. Uh, 
Um, okay, is there any way that Lords of War and Flyers can be made viable again in the current rules list or set, I guess? Mm. You know, I'm okay. I, I so, think there are some Lords yeah. of War build. Um, I've heard um, great things about the Tau Triple Storm Surge build. Yeah. I really want to play it, but I don't have <laughs> I don't have any Storm Surges, let alone three of them. Um, so I think there are certainly some armies that can play them. Um, flyers are real interesting with them being limited to two, because um, you can't build an army around two models. So it has to be like a utility piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's good for the game, right? I mean, I got it was getting kind of annoying to see you know some armies with six flyers on the yeah. board six seven flyers i i think the thing that hurts and adam jump in here um lords of war is if you take the super heavy auxiliary you don't get your sub faction benefits yeah i think i think if they allow that that might that would help immensely actually for things yeah. like knights. So check and... it out guys guess what's coming soon we know you know knights are coming soon and that might mm-hmm. change some of those rules interaction i mean I'm, I'm not i have no idea i, I legitimately have no idea but they, that all of a sudden some new interactions could be there for these lord of wars uh and plus we also know garter going to be rolling out with their uh you know bane blades eventually uh so we'll see <laughs> yeah. how lord of wars are I mean, like, just from an orc standpoint, like, my Gorkonauts and Morkonauts are now Lords of War. And it's like, well, if I want to take them and I want them to have the benefits of the clan, I have to take three of them. And that's, yeah, that's a big chunkier list versus a small chunkier list, you know. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, that I would like to see that. Um, okay. Uh, what percent of the community would need to use a specific comp for the ITC to adopt it as standard? uh a hundred yeah i mean the the i mentioned before the problem with with doing a a community comp is the fact that the major tournaments have a relationship with gw and gw does not want any change to the game essentially yeah so it would it would take a monumental it's harder than it used to be let's put it that way um I'm going to regret asking this afterwards. You can yell at me afterwards, Adam, but I can't ignore it. Uh, why does GW not engage with the community on a real level instead of telling us to take more auto cannons? <laughs> um, it was, it's a tough um, question. question yeah. it, it's a, it's a, it, to be honest, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a corporate culture uh, for GW. They've always been like that. I've been, pl- yeah. I've been playing since rogue trader and, at one point, they were a bit more uh, involved with the community, and that was early days uh, before Facebook when they had their own forum. And then it got oh, to I the point where days. it got so toxic, toxic they just shut they everything shut down and uh, closed everything off, basically. Yeah. So I, it's some it's something they've done, and they all they've always done. Um, uh, yeah. So it's 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 nothing new to me anyway. It, I, I I know it seems because especially compared to other games, but you have to remember that. GW is a, is more almost like a real company, and other games, other game companies are almost like a hobby for those people. Yeah. yeah, I think it's important to remember, and this is no shade on GW, but Warhammer Community is their own publication. It's not going to represent the game in a bad light. It's going to yeah. always try to have a positive spin. That's why I'm very hopeful to see the balanced data slate if that engages with the competitive community and we see significant changes and balancing in that that will make me believe that they're engaging with the competitive community on on that more fundamental level i i also think the the uh the meetings and stuff that uh, mike is doing at the different uh, large events and gw events is is part of them reaching out and communicating with everybody 
Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that, like that's, direct, that's like that's you're talking to Mike right there directly face to face. They did it at LVO. They did it at Deticon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a really oppor- great opportunity to, to to get your voice heard. And uh, they're taking notes. Um, yeah. yeah. And my, and Mike's not a, a rules writer, but I mean, he has contact with them and, mm-hmm. and there was uh, a Depticon, I want to say 2018 where uh, one of the Robert Crudens was actually at LVO at yeah. Dept, at a, he was also, Nova. he was at Nova, Nova that he was year, at yeah. Nova and he, he did have a notebook taking notes. So when they do yeah. go, they'll some, cause you I don't, don't nobody that. knows what they look like. They'll sometimes walk you'll, around. You'll enjoy this story, Adam. This is a tangent. This is a story tangent time guys. <laughs> That was back in the era where charges were only measured horizontal distance and you could, but deep strikes were, were true distance. So yes. someone deep struck a uh, blood angel smash captain on top of a center L at Nova, which was 12 inches tall. So it could yeah. deep strike there, but then it had a one inch charge horizontally to make its charge. And yeah. Robin saw that and was like, you can't do that. And the guy showed him in the book and he was like, literally the net, like they like, at the end of that round, they made an announcement that no one can put models on top yeah. of the L's. They were like, immediately, now we're stopping this. This is not a thing anymore. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, they, so do, they go to events and they, they see do. and they yeah. see some of the armies that are being played. And it, it, we have a story about them looking at uh, Taudar yeah. um, and not realizing that you could do that with the army for in 7th edition. So, All right. Um, other questions? Um, let's go to some, some not so crunchy ones. Um, <laughs> will kicker buy a new camper van next year? <laughs> no, I buy one every two years. So, uh, I have to wait another year. Yep. No, 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 no. Will, now back to some business questions to keep you in, engaged. Kicker. <laughs> will pre-printed train be available to ship to Canada soon? Um, I think you can. I, okay, like I, I don't want this is really Frankie's world, and I don't want to s- misspeak, but I'm pretty sure you can order these right now, right? I mean, he I said ask- the the comment is from Jace from Canada says I tried ordering last week and was told we do not ship to Canada. Oh wow! Well, the problem is you just got to move to the U.S. right now. Uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> or yeah, know, know somebody across the border. Yeah, I know, right? Right? Or know somebody across the border? No, I, I you know, I, you know, yeah, like our tech priest might be VPNing. Yeah, right. I'm um, I'm yeah, uh, from, from a, a Canadian location. So I wouldn't piss off Canada right now. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We love our Canadians. I think that the problem is, uh, you know what? I'm not going to misspeak. I'm not the one running the web cart. Uh, I will make sure I discuss who, with the first Who should the they morning. contact, Kicker? Um, I mean, you can always contact orders at frontlinegaming.org, and that goes directly to the whole team running the web cart. Um, but I'm going to speak with them tomorrow saying, like, why aren't we shipping to Canada? Because you can order normal product and have it shipped to Canada, right? Can't you? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, this is a pre-submitted question, so I don't know if Jace is live with us. Okay. But Um, I do know with the terrain in particular, the full color set of terrain, that's in such limited quantities right now. Uh, We, I just don't think we want to deal with shipping if we don't have to overseas. Same with the tables. Tables, shipping tables is logistically complicated. Um, So I think uh, Canada has had a knee-jerk reaction kicker to your to your belittling of their country. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, and oh, Alex no. from Vancouver has submitted a question, and it's not really a question, more of a statement. It's a statement. It just says, right. cereal is not food. Oh. Oof. Hitting me where it hurts, people. Thank you. I am, uh, and, and, our, and our wonderful Canadian tech priest uh, just turned me purple on air or red. I don't know. I am shifting colors. I'm a chameleon of awkward colors. I appreciate right. it. So, no, I, I legitimately like, love Canada, guys. I really do. I just, uh, I don't know why we don't ship to Canada. That really actually hurts my feelings. So, first thing in the morning, I will be talking to the web team saying, hey, 
why can't we ship to Canada? I know, look, there's a lot of Canadians that want the FLG tables too. Like, I think I'm just gonna have to look. You've been you've been recolored. I've been recolored. I've been thank you for getting. I'm backing Canadians. (laughs) Canada's great. No, I I I think we might just have like a bootleg, like an entire container worth of tables just across the border and and just you know show up at our tech priest. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Probably should not say that on air, right? Yeah, let's not let's not say that. Moving right along. As a judge, how do you stay up to date uh, other than just reading the codexes? Uh, you know, ans- answering the FAQ questions for each event actually helps. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I didn't realize that was a problem. Let me go look that up. Um, I am uh, a part of a number of different, like, competitive Facebook groups, discords, uh, playing in different leagues, things like that. Just being being a part of the community yeah. and just hearing and and different parts of the computer community across the country, especially. Um, I hear about these, you know, these these rules questions, rules issues. Uh, these combos that are that are cropping up, things like oh. that, and that that so helps. So you're just staying involved with a bunch of different communities, and that's how you're you're Basically, getting your your yeah, info Adam, on what the problem. Adam, I are. see you in the FLG, like the private FLG, you know, staff judge chat, and like you guys are such a great, you know, team, right? Like you, one of you might not know the answer, but another one can give you the answer, their experience, yeah. and you guys will work really, really well together. We're we're really fortunate to have you guys. Um, next question. Uh, this was submitted earlier. I can't remember. I think it might've been Mark Jackson who submitted it. Um, what should I expect from my first tournament? Ooh, I mean, just pain, pain. pain. Oh, come on. I, he I, said I, I'm not expecting to do well. So, okay. you know, he, okay. you I, there, I I'm just I, quoting a movie line. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you should go to a turn. I mean, listen, you can do whatever you want, but I find going to a tournament, like if you try to set this benchmark off, I have to win like three games out of my five like that that's setting you up just to you know get a little stressed out i think you should just try and do as good as you can in each game regardless if you win that game get as many points as you can or make sure you don't get tabled whatever is your metric but uh trying to sit something hard like i have to win three out of my five rounds gets uh, a little unpleasant if just just well. if it's your first tournament just go have go have fun and try to learn yeah, yeah. so the it's really, first, it's really first tournament easy. i went to in like eighth edition i went in with the concept i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm a dark horses thing. No one knows yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm going to go through, you know. <laughs> I see you said. And I went like, I can't even remember if I won a game at that tournament or not. But I know I got ruffle stomped round one by a, a Chaos Demon list. Um, but out of that tournament, I made a group of friends that within a month I was traveling to events in the Southeast with. Um, they're my friends to this day. Um I, I love them dearly. Like I, I immediately found a community of friends that I did not know or have before all of that. And so that's a that really is, good point. That is yeah. immediately what I got out of the tournament. So yeah, I would say just go and be willing to meet people. And like, yeah, I don't want to say get into cars with strangers because that's what I did. And <laughs> it probably wasn't the best idea. I may have had to message my wife and be like, if I don't show up in a certain number of hours, I'm dead in the ditch in Mississippi. Um, but but, you, but yeah, yeah, if someone's like, hey, you want to come to dinner? Like, go along with them because who yeah. knows? Like, my my best man, or my my wife called him our best maid of honor because he was both uh, a groomsman and a, um, he wasn't a bridesmaid, but he might have well have been. Um, my buddy Brian, I met him like just randomly. Uh, you know, my friend, one of my other friends was like, hey, this guy, Brian, I think you're going to like him. He's kind of cool. And like, we're great friends this day. I'm staying with him Friday. Um, so yeah, you never know who you're going to, you meet. might just make your best friend, right? At these yeah. tournaments. It's, it's weird. Kicker, oh, kicker. You, where did we meet? Are we friends now? Or are we like, are we like close to, like, yeah, we're friends now. Let's just, I mean, like, let's just look at this from a very, like, just purely logical point of view. Right. Yeah. Um, 
if you play 40k, that's a very particular demographic. You know, there's a lot of dedication. It's not like yeah. something like you're just picking up and, and playing for an afternoon. Like there's a lot of dedication. So for somebody to play 40k, you've already got a lot in common. You've got the you put a lot of hours into the same exact geeky niche hobby that this other person does. So most likely you're already going to be pretty capable of getting along with I'd say the majority of the people at that tournament. Um, this was a setup for you to be like, Seth, we met when at a tournament. Oh yeah, we, we met at a tournament, Seth. You yeah. kicked my butt too. We played. I remember. I, I took my orcs. I mean, no, I, I, took my I had orcs and you, you had, orcs. had knights and I had, guard. Yeah, I had knights and guard, and you. I, I'm like, I knew you were like a like you played one of my friends earlier at the tournament. I'm like, crap, I'm going against this guy. First of all, he could eat me, and second of all, I know he's like legitimately really good. But let's just let's just make it happen. And I had such a good time. You were like laughing and 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 made me Sorry. feel really comfortable. This is this is the best quote ever from G6 Branch. In the grim darkness of the far future, there is only friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I want that as a sticker. We're making that as an official FLG. All right, last sticker. question for the night. Uh, in tournament play, how do they decide the terrain layouts? Is it mainly meta focused, or do they think? Do you think more tournaments go for balance uh, for shooting and fighting based on terrain? I mean, I think it's an Adam question. Uh, it's hard to say nowadays because people tend to be in two camps at this point. Uh, one is player optimized placement, which is what FLG uses. The other one is the GW version of terrain, which mm -hmm. is the uh, with the, I think it's what four, eight, ten pieces, and the, it's, the it's a fixed it's a fixed deployment. Like yeah, and that one's fixed, and you can only you can only play certain missions on there, or they only play certain missions yeah. on those fixed. Yeah. So I go ahead. I think I got you off there, Adam. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, but but there are still places that that will place. When when I used to place terrain, because I like player place, I don't have to deal with it. Um, <laughs> I always worried about like, is there enough terrain? Is there is there enough terrain first? Is there enough so uh, units can hide second, and enough so that it 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 makes it that you can't even shoot at anything. So it's a, it's a balance between all of that if you're yeah. not using any of the other systems. Yeah, the the other major system would be WTC, but that's also a a predefined. I think yeah. You basically That's, have two camps. You have predefined terrain and player place yeah. of some variety. I know Adepticon also use a player place system. Yeah, we, um, don't, we don't talk about Adepticon. We don't talk about Adepticon. <laughs> um, I actually had a very lengthy and uh, I wouldn't say heated, but we were uh, energetic in our discussion about this uh, terrain topic with um, Anthony Vanella, um, who is now on Art of War and on the Best of Tabletop Network. Um, he was on your team. He was on my team. And then two <laughs> days later, he joined Art of War. Oh, man, two, I'm sorry. Two days oh, after man. I joined his team, after he convinced me to join his team. <laughs> two days. On your team? And, wow. and let's be real here for a minute. If you're about to join Art of War, they didn't walk up to you like on a Tuesday and you were like, I'm signing on the dotted line on Wednesday. Like He knew that crap was coming. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not bitter. You're bitter. You're not bitter. Um, <laughs> not at all. There, he, he wants a singular terrain system. Um, he wants the entire community to use one train system. He personally prefers the predetermined over player optimized. So he's boring. He, <laughs> and, and my counter argument is I like multiple systems because it affects what armies are going to do well on that yeah. terrain system. And so if I go to an event right now in this meta with Harlequins and Tau and Custodes being the big three, and I'm not playing one of those factions. 
and I'm going to get clobbered and the next event is the same terrain and the same top factions and the ne- event after that is the same terrain and the same factions, you get disincentivized. You feel like this is not fun. Um, if there's things that are changing, you know, back when we had multiple mission sets or now we don't, we have a single mission set, so we have multiple terrain types. That provides some variety. You know, that makes me go, oh, well, in this terrain set, actually, I need to take an army with a smaller footprint because like Adam was saying, I need to be able to hide my stuff. So I got to take a more elite army so I can hide easier uh, because this terrain system is going to be a little bit lighter versus, oh, this other terrain system like WTC has like 16 pieces of terrain on each table. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a super Tetris, dense. It's a Tetris it's super set. dense. And you're like, okay, well, I can't take my big stuff. I can't take my Gorkonaut. He's yeah. not going to get anywhere. So I need to take a bunch of infantry that can move through crap. You know, So that's what I enjoy is the variety. So I think um, a lot of smaller events tend to reflect whatever the big events nearby are doing. Um, so if you're, if the, or, or what they have in hand, right. Terrain's not yeah. cheap. And it, you know, a lot of, you know, individual TOs and, and small stores don't have the ability to just change yeah. the terrain, you know, so, <laughs> right. overnight. Yeah. So, um, that was uh, a good question. Um, I, I really wanted to bring that topic up mainly because now I get to have my argument on air and I <laughs> therefore, uh, so that means you win. You win uh, yeah. In the words of my father, no one wins an argument with me. <laughs> um, that, that has been bred into me, folks. Um, anyway, well, I agree with you, Seth. Only because it makes it makes the game boring, and the formula to figure the game out uh, is yeah. too easy. Once yeah. once someone cracks the code and makes the winning army, that's then all that's you're going to see. Yeah. You know, at a bunch of events, um, there's no variety. Then so blah. Yeah. So and then you have an and, army with an eighty percent win rate, and you never see that now. <laughs> And, and that's the thing. Like right now, the comp- this this complaint about this meta is in a system of varied terrain. If it was in a, a meta of just everything's the same everywhere you go, like good night. Like yeah, you would, yeah. The variety we see as is would become significantly less. So anyway, well, Adam, thank you so much for coming on, spending yeah, some time with us tonight. Yeah. Adam, uh, where can folks uh, hear more from you if they uh, enjoyed your content this evening? If you like uh, Judge Talk and general zaniness, uh, we do a show called TFG Radio. That's about uh, we do it live on Twitch uh, every other Thursday. Our next episode's probably, uh, next Thursday, next week, um, and that's usually about uh, eight o'clock, eight thirty Pacific. So it's a little late for East Coast, but that's all right because yeah, we also put it on on uh, uh, podcast form. We also have a lore podcast called. Um, I forgot right now. Pod save uh, the Imperium. Uh, Pod save the Imperium, which exactly. is basically a Lord discussion was, podcast. Yeah, I was just listening to their their Tau Ethereal episode today. Yeah, Ooh. so we we take certain elements of the of the of the fluff and discuss it as if it were like real, so Sweet. real yeah. point it's counterpoint good, kind of kind of good, discussion. Good discussion, as opposed to just talking about it. Yeah. So. Well, and then you can uh, find me at every FLG event, apparently. So. Basically, yeah. Uh, he, they have uh, contracted him uh, to come to everything. He doesn't have a choice. They just show up at his house and stuff him in a car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's pretty true. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us, Adam. Kicker, do you have any final thoughts for the night? Guys, events are happening, and I can't wait to see you at the next one. Yep. So uh, we really hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday. Good night, guys.